0: Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. Yes, and we're back with another mini episode. Another mini. Okay, do you have Apple TV? No. Okay, so we have Apple TV and Roku. We nice. My mom has Roku. So Mm -hmm. when we press select on the TV to play something, it'll also pick up my computer if my computer's open. And most of my iTunes is just our episodes. I don't like that at all. It's well, it's very yeah, it's very annoying. So. We'll be like selecting a movie, and then you just hear, Hi, I'm Keegan, and I'm out again. And Max is like, I get it. I know I don't who you are. like it. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I don't know. I'm very paranoid when my technology starts talking to each other. Like, I don't like well, it. Well, it's just
0: like a universal remote. I know basically. it's like synced,
1: but like, yeah. Meh. Yeah, it's, meh.
0: Weird. it's very creepy. <laughs> so, for those of you who are new to us, our mini episodes are where we tell you things that are going on in the news and kind of catch you up a little bit on some stuff. Um, so, should we start with the Notre Dame fire? Because that's been kind of the biggest part of the news this week.
1: Yeah, I think so. So, we're recording on a Wednesday, so we can get you kind of caught up to where we are. There may be further developments by the time the episode comes out on Friday. Uh, but the Notre Dame Cathedral did, um erupt in fire on
0: Monday. They are still trying to determine the cause. Yeah, a lot of people are saying, because people are thinking that it must have been arson, but they're saying so far that there isn't really any evidence of arson. They
1: don't think it was arson. They don't think it was a terrorist attack. Um, The Notre Dame was going under renovations and they think right now that it may have been something that happened with like an um, electrical short circuit in like an elevator. Yeah. Something like that happened, which is so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate because it's also just such, like, random yeah. happenstance could take down something that's, like, 850 years old. Well,
0: and it's such a spectacular building that it's just, like, it had to happen to this place. You know what I mean? It's just really unfortunate. Yeah.
1: yeah um. And it was... I was at work, and we turned it on the TV at work, and it was really sad. I was, yeah. like, cr- like cr- tearing up at work, yeah. you know?
0: Um. I mean, it, the good thing to is watch. That, like, it has been... Um, kind of like rebuilt throughout the years. There have been other times where parts of it have been destroyed and they've rebuilt it. So I think that that's kind of a a positive. They're planning on rebuilding. Yeah, the the president wants to do it within like five years, but experts are saying it's going to take at least like 10 to 15. The
1: bummer about it is that the roof caved in Mm -hmm. and the roof it's going to be difficult to rebuild it the same way it was originally built because it was built uh, around eight hundred years ago. Well, yeah, and they were saying how the they they aren't going to be able to find logs that are the appropriate size. Yeah, because well, it trees was, don't grow that size anymore yeah. as they did in like the thirteenth century,
0: specifically like the oak tree that they took it from. They don't have any trees that are large enough for that anymore to be exactly replicated. Right. In the so they're same gonna way. have
1: to build it in a different they're gonna have to rebuild yeah. the roof in a different way. But the spire. The spire fell. Because the worse. the fire started at the bottom of the spire. So yeah. that thing went down pretty that quickly. was
0: very sad. Yeah. Very sad to see.
1: So um, when the fire took place, a fire alarm went off at the Notre Dame shortly after 6 p.m. on Monday, but a computer bug showed the fire's location in the wrong place. Mm. So they went to the wrong place initially, which, of course, allowed the fire to spread. Spread. Um, The paper reported the flames may have started at the bottom of the cathedral's giant spire and may have been caused by an electrical problem in the elevator. Officials had said a fire alarm was triggered at 6.20 p.m. and they couldn't discover the fire until 6.43. Yeah. So there was a good 23 minutes there where they didn't know where the fire was. So they weren't able to put it out, out as quickly as they may have been. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of interesting. So it seems like a lot of things had to have gone wrong at once mm-hmm. for the fire to have taken place and then for the fire alarm to have registered it in a different part of the cathedral. Yeah. You know. Um, is... Maybe through, like, smoke?
0: I don't know. Maybe. I don't know It's strange.
1: About that. It's strange. Um, so... It went up pretty fast. Once it spread to the roof, it only took thirteen minutes before the spire collapsed. Yeah. So it went pretty pretty quickly. It raged for twelve hours, which is a long time. So long. Uh, it's. I wonder why it was so difficult to put it out. Were they just trying to be careful not to create more damage? Because I know that would be my best guess. Yeah, because my my aunt's house burned down this. Uh, back in February, mm-hmm. and the fire was devastating, but the reason why the house is unsalvageable is because of the water damage. Because the yeah. fire took place upstairs, and then they put it out, and all the water damage just seeped through the wall. I was
0: reading stuff about water damage for, mm-hmm. for the Notre Dame as well. Yeah, so
1: it's 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 possible that that's maybe why it took them 12 hours to
0: put the fire out. Yeah, um, I can see... I mean, I, I got really fascinated with a lot of the... Um, with the items in the cathedral that were being saved or what was lost. And so I feel like because there were so many important items inside the cathedral that also maybe uh, there was a little bit more caution and care going into where to put out the fires. I don't know. That would be my yeah, best guess. Yeah, that's also possible. Um,
1: you know, of course it was super devastating, but this something that really upset me, I don't know. I'm getting really exhausted on social media and yeah. online because there was this weird thing that happened that I feel like happens oftentimes with tragedies of this nature, where people are upset, um, and they're devastated about this huge historical landmark being burned down, and there's a subset of people who come out and are just like, you guys care so much about this, like, old building from this Catholic church that's, uh, you know, the Catholic church is all kinds of problems, and All these churches got burned down and bombed and vandalized in the South recently. Why aren't we doing the same kind of efforts to restore those buildings? And why are we focusing so much on this one? Just because it's blah, 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 blah. And it's exhausting for me because it's one of those things where it's just like, we are capable of being sad about more than one thing at a time. And I don't understand why it has to be this tragedy Olympics where one thing has to be more... Sad than the other, or because this thing yeah. is getting more attention than this other one. It was the same thing when the terrorist attack happened in France. Yeah. Where people were like, these kinds of terrorist attacks happen in third world countries every day and we right. never say anything. And I'm like, Yes, I get that. That's a problem. And we need to be shedding more light on those but things. But that doesn't mean
0: that we have to ignore the other thing too. It doesn't mean
1: that we can't still be devastated. Of <laughs> that course. like something sad happened. There's
0: enough devastation to go around everybody. Yeah. There's plenty.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, that was one of the things that I was just like, come on, can we not get on our soapboxes about being yeah. like, but you shouldn't of... be sad about this, you should be more sad about this. Yeah.
0: You can be sad about all of it. It's those same people who, like, when somebody that you know is going through something and they immediately have to, like, turn it back onto themselves in some way. It's that same kind of feeling to me. Yeah. Where it's got to be about what they have to say and what they have to say is more important than what you have to say.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, a bummer to me, man. Yeah. like...
0: I don't know. I agree. I try to scroll past it. Um, We get a lot of comments like that on our pages uh, for, like, our pictures that we post on Instagram. We've gotten—we had one recently. I don't remember what it said, but it was something like, why—oh, it was the Little Mermaid episode. It was like, why—this is so stupid when this and this and that is happening in the world. And I'm like— we're capable of not only caring (laughs) about a bunch of different things, but we are
1: also, believe it or not, able to perceive the varying scope— it, everything's on a yeah, scale, and like, we know that
0: we are we are entertaining media. We can talk about more than just like one thing. And I know that people who leave those comments, I know, are not listeners. Well, and That's just can, how you know. You can
1: also totally. <laughs> It's it's also the Aziz Ansari situation. I always mm-hmm. think of it in these terms, where people are like, "You're gonna destroy Aziz Ansari's career whenever you're putting him on the same level as mm-hmm. Bill Cosby or or Weinstein or whatever." And it's like, no, we're not. Yeah, we're I mean, capable some people were, but... of knowing the difference between this kind of harassment and outright rape. Yeah. Everything is on a sliding scale. Exactly. It doesn't mean any of it is good, and yeah. we're allowed to talk about it. Yeah all like it doesn't have to be one thing or the other I don't know it's just such a weird mentality to have
0: yeah Ugh, I got to get off social media. <laughs> I know, right? Well, okay, let's talk a little bit about some of the artifacts that were in there. So there was this guy, Jean-Marc Fournier. I'm going to guess that's how you say his name. You know me, can't do any other language names. Okay, <laughs> so he was a chaplain who tended to the victims of the 2015 terror attack. He entered the burning building to rescue some priceless relics from the fire, particularly the Crown of Thorns. And a lot of people believe, some say that the whole crown is the Crown of Thorns, but a lot of people believe that there are certain aspects to it that are are part of the actual crown of thorns that Jesus wore when he was crucified. Whether you believe that or not, whatever, it's still a very important artifact. Um, It was brought to Paris by King Louis, the, I'm horrible at Roman numerals, Ix. What's that? Uh, Nine? Nine, sure. Let's go with that. In the 13th century, Max made fun of me. During when we were talking about Title Nine for the sports uh-huh. episode,
1: because I was like, what does this mean? Well, I always remember it because X is 10. Yeah. And an I before it is the one before. So nine and an I after it would be the one after it. So See, 11. I never,
0: I think it's because I switched schools a lot when I was younger that I just never, I never learned it. I just yeah. really don't have that. No shade for it's me. It's my mental gap. I know, but I'm always just like, Ugh. Um, So it was brought over in the 13th century. Uh, Le Grand O. Au- do the great, The Great Organ. <laughs> and it's 8,000 pipes survived, which is crazy because the 8,000 pipes are what's, like, super valuable about it. Uh, the famed south rose window, the stained glass window, also survived, as did the tunic of St. Louis. Uh, and they are now all in a safe place, they say. So some of the things that were lost, like we said, were the church's roof, which was known as a forest because of its long planks of centuries-old wood, which, like we said, cannot be rebuilt in this day and age. And the
1: bell towers
0: did survive as well. Yes. Yeah, the bell towers are intact. Yeah. For all of you, Hunchback of Notre Dame. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. I know, me too. Esmeralda is my girl. So some of the things that are unknown, it's unknown if the officials could, um, they can't confirm whether the true cross was saved, which is a 9.45 inch part of wood from the cross that Jesus was crucified, Uh, the fire may have also taken the nail said to have been used in the crucifixion. I feel like with a nail, you just have to, like, really look yeah, for it. Sift.
1: Yeah, sift. Yeah. It's probably like, feel there like somewhere. I like both of
0: those things are just there somewhere. Unless the fire
1: raged so hot that it melted it, depending on what kind of metal it was. Yeah. But that seems unlikely.
0: Yeah, so officials just couldn't confirm it yet. This article was also from a couple days ago, but I found it really interesting, so I want to share the information as they had written it. Um, but, yeah, there's something to me about... Uh, relics and artifacts that are really fascinating. I actually have a relic of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton that I got when I was 13 years oh, old. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was a part of her, like, nun's collar. hmm So there's little I don't like know that. who that is. <laughs> well, she's, she's a saint. She was really wonderful, and I did a project on her in eighth grade, and so I wrote into, like, her sisterhood of, like, all of her nuns and things like that, and they sent me this really great That's relic. That's cool. Yeah, it's like, I'm not a practicing religious person anymore, but there's something about, like historical history, yeah, religious different. artifacts that are just very fascinating yeah. to me so learning about those and whether or not they survived or not was something that i was very fascinated by so yeah um our thoughts and everything prayers, gosh you I nearly guess, like are... squirmed
1: out of your chair saying thoughts and prayers
0: just know. now <laughs> yeah i literally just had this like no ugh. you know
1: what it's again we've said that bef- uh said it before on this podcast like it's not fair for them to have taken that phrase from us so yeah
0: i mean i just have an issue with it as well i don't because, pray, but yeah the same thing is i feel weird saying prayers because i don't pray um i
1: usually stick to thoughts and good good vibes i know i just
0: started saying it and i was like i don't know what uh, what other word to say so i just squirmed a yeah. little bit but um no like our our hearts and our thoughts are with paris yeah. right now with like, yeah. people who are affected and for all of those who've had uh, an attachment to the cathedral. Um, I'm hoping that everything runs smoothly from here on out and that the rebuilding process, um, can begin and that all is well. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about today? Keegan? Do you want to do yours? Yeah. Mine's pretty fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think it was a couple years ago, the allegations that Amber Heard had against Johnny Depp came out when they were going through their divorce. There are now new allegations that she's filed against Johnny Depp, um, well there are file there are ones he's filed against her. Right. And this well, this is to um combat that. Heard outlined the new allegations in a motion asking to dismiss the defamation lawsuit Depp filed against her over an op-ed published in the Washington Post, even though Depp's name was not mentioned at all. He
1: Right. Okay. So I've known about this for a while and I didn't touch it because it's pretty unclear right now mm-hmm. as to what's going on. Um as far as I know. The defamation lawsuit does make sense as far as, like, she was not supposed to be talking about this at all. and she, why? Because it was part of their agreement at oh, the end of, like, when they settled. Got it. That was part of the settlement. And then she went and participated in this op-ed where, yes, I don't think she mentioned him by name, but... Yeah, everyone knows yeah. what she's talking about. So then he countered. Not only was it a defamation, but he introduced like eighteen pages of evidence that she had been abusing him. Yeah, yeah. And I saw. Oh, I accidentally clicked on one of the pictures that was like hidden on Facebook because it was like just a warning. This yeah. is graphic, and I was like, I can handle it.
0: Yeah.
1: Whoa, that shit stuck in my brain what for a was while. It? she he says that she threw like um a bottle at him and it like broke and took off the tip of his finger.
0: Okay, so they do talk about the tip of the finger. Right, and it it ugh,
1: the picture okay. was gross.
0: Yeah, so let's let's get into it a little bit about what some of these allegations are. Um Heard said that Depp would abuse both legal and illegal drugs and alcohol and became... I believe that, for sure. Yeah, a totally different person, often delusional and violent. And she said that that version of Depp she would call the monster. According to Virginia's court circuit, he even threatened to kill her when she had threatened to leave him. One time after taking 8 MDMA tablets in Australia in 2015, Depp choked her and slammed her into a countertop where he cut ho- where he cut off the tip of his finger and then wrote messages on a mirror with his blood. Did you see those pictures? I didn't see those pictures. They're written with like marker and some like oil kind of pastel looking things, but then also there are messages written in blood and it's really creepy. Um just very manic writing on a mirror. Heard first spoke out about the abuse during her divorce proceedings, but now her lawyer says that Depp has continued to harass her and gaslight her. So some of the history of the abuse was that in 2013, Depp tried to set fire to a painting given to Heard by an ex and later hit her in the face, giving her a bloody lip. In May 2014, Depp got drunk on a private plane and started throwing things at her because he was angry about a romantic scene she, filled with, she filmed with James Franco. Heard then moved seats, but that didn't stop him. He pushed a chair at her and taunted her by yelling out the name James Franco. Heard says, at one point I stood up and Johnny kicked me in the back, causing me to fall over. Johnny threw his boot at me while I was on the ground. He then apologized in a text message, which I thought I took a picture of. Let me see. The text is basically every text that you've ever gotten from a boyfriend who screwed up, where it was like, "I'm sorry, I guess I don't get forgiveness." Like, just very like hurt, which puppy. is shitty, and
1: that's like emotionally abusive for yeah, sure. Like, yeah. as, well, it's emotional manipulation. It absolutely. really
0: is, and like he apologizes, but it's like then she just doesn't respond, and then he's like, "Fine, I get it. I guess I don't need forgiveness." It's just very like immature. it's childish. It's yeah, very that's what. Childish. Yeah. So, in March 2015, Depp went on an ecstasy and alcohol binge in Australia where he violently assaulted her over three days. Heard says she still has scars on her body from that trip. Shortly after their return to L.A., she punched Depp in fear that he would hurt her sister. So, if he's saying that there was abuse from her side, he could be referring to some of that stuff as well. She does That's say... That's not what he's saying.
1: Then See, this is why I didn't want to do... Well, I mean, it's fine. But I, I wasn't sure whether or not to do this because I think I need to read... His stuff, yeah. Because I never want to say that I I have always been team Amber Heard, and I don't want to say that I'm I don't believe her or I don't stand with her. But also, like, if she was also if she was abusive to him, we can't ignore that just because. I
0: agree. You know, it's very much the Emma Roberts right ex situation. And and
1: who knows what that is? Maybe that's what he's talking about, but I don't think so. Okay, um, because his his allegations counter hers. Um yeah. Because that's not how he says his finger got, like, cut.
0: Okay. You know, like,
1: he's saying other things happen. So they're having very different stories about what happened.
0: See, um, I've only heard about Amber Heard's side of the story.
1: Right, no. Yeah, because it was a couple of months ago, he, because was, there was a defamation, Yeah, and then he was, like, he introduced, like, 18 pages where he said that she was abusive towards him. Okay. So, and that, you know she used the me too movement to catapult her career which it did work yeah. um her career took off after that yeah um so i just i just don't have enough information yeah that's
0: interesting i think i think then what i'll do is i'll, I'll read into it more and then maybe we can talk about it more next time once i have the other side yeah, of the story yeah cuz i'm as well. not saying
1: i don't believe her oh, and course I, not. But I you I do just think need to
0: understand the whole story a lot
1: of the things that i have seen and read about johnny depp he does seem Unstable yeah. and an addict and I've heard an addict at minimum. Yeah. You know? I've heard
0: a lot of stories about that. So, so
1: it wouldn't surprise me if he was abusing drugs and alcohol and then was physical with
0: her. Right. Like that wouldn't surprise but me. But that at doesn't all. mean that she's not also involved in some way. Right. You but know, I mean? one doesn't counteract the other. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. She could be abusive, too. There's no way, you know... Just but was,
1: be, her, was her hitting, It was it in defense? Like, it's just, there's so yeah. many things at play here that we just
0: don't... 100%. No. But it's still, it's just very... It's, April is also... Um, Sexual Assault Awareness Month, mm-hmm. so uh, it's something that I've been trying to read a lot about, so I felt like it was really important to touch on. Um, she says, Each time he knocked me down, I chose to react by standing up and looking him in the eye. Johnny responded by saying, Oh, you think you're a fucking tough guy. When she told Jeff she. Jeff? (laughs) Jeff. When she told Depp she was leaving him, he threatened to kill her. She says, I was worried that Johnny was in a blacked out state and unaware of the damage he was doing and that he could actually kill me. And I think that that's the reality of so many people. Horrifying. Yeah. It really
1: really does. And I never, you know, I don't want it to come across as if I'm like siding with Johnny Depp. I'm I'm not taking. I'm not at all. I. I have always been on her side. I always believed her claims of of abuse and I still do because I kind of think that even if the relationship was mutually violent that doesn't
0: doesn't make it right. Doesn't make for it right of them to do for,
1: it. for either of them but you know I believe if she says that this stuff happened to her I believe it did. Yeah. She may not be telling the whole story but regardless her side is still horrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, so yeah, it be I'm interesting. I'm definitely going
0: to do more reading about that because it, it, I think it is, and I think it is important to know as much of the full story as, as we can so that we know what we're supporting yeah. or not supporting. And and you know. it's like,
1: it's going to be hard to know the full story because yeah. right now you're, you're dealing, we're never going to know the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. We're never going to know the whole thing. And you're dealing with people who are hurt and digging their heels in mm-hmm. too. So, um, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I hope it all
0: gets resolved. Yeah, me too.
1: Okay, so did you hear about a new HBO documentary called um, At the Heart of Gold Inside the USA Gymnastics Scandal?
0: Yes. Yes. I okay. have, but I don't know much about it. I just heard that it's happening. Well,
1: it was just announced recently, so there is not a lot of information on it, but I thought okay. it would be kind of an interesting thing to go totally. over. So, um,. There is a new documentary coming out to HBO on May 3rd, and it is about the 300 women and girls alle- uh, that allege that the U.S. Mm-hmm. Olympic Gymnastics team doctor Larry Nasser sexually abused them. So they're going to be featuring stories, talking to survivors... Um, and just kind of, like, going over... ...what happened. Yeah. And letting these women... Because notoriously, when that went on, the judge allowed all of the victims uh, who were in court to go and kind of, like, say their truth. So it's nice that they're going to be able to tell their own stories.
0: For all um, of us to be able to witness it, too. For all of
1: us, yeah. And there is a female director. Hey, hey. Love it. And it says, The film, directed by Erin Lee Carr, shows how the competitive world of gymnastics allowed Nazar to get away with abuse for years. Nasser was able to prey on girls who trusted him in part because he operated within a system that prioritized competition over their Mm -hmm. well-being. So the trailer is out now. Everyone should go watch it and look forward to that. That might keep me hanging on to HBO for for a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, I'm hanging on to it right now for Game of Thrones, so I guess I I would still have it. Um, So many good Game of Thrones memes out there. Dude, I know. I need it to pick up. The first episode was, I'm like, I get it. We need all the reunite, like. You I know, know I reunions it, and all of I that. I love all of it. I'm ready it for. So I'm ready for battles. Come on. Yes. I needed to. I should have joined the death poll. Yes. We, we were having a death poll to like see who dies. Can we still join it? Oh, spoiler. Um, <laughs> I'll put a little thing before it. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of feel like you could still join one. I, I want to do that. Yeah. I, I I do too. So um. Yeah, just as a reminder, in January of 2018, Nasser was sentenced to 42, 175 years in prison for first-degree criminal misconduct and is currently serving
0: his time. Rotten there, asshole. Yeah, seriously. Rot. Should we read uh, our listener mail about the women in sports sure. email? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It says, Hey, Keegan and Madigan. Hey. Hello. I I just listened to your women in sports episode, and I loved it. Granted, yes, I'm a man. I was raised with sports, but I loved learning about them. I would love to hear more episodes in the future about women who made significant contributions to women in sports. I think it would be really good for us to do, like, a Forgotten Feminist Faves sports. Well, spoiler.
1: (gasps) We're doing a Forgotten Feminist Faves for our next full-length episode, and mine is a sports person. Love
0: it! Okay, so you are getting what you want. All right. I'd also like to throw out my 10-cent opinion that one of the most fascinating female athletes of the past decade, whom I didn't think you mentioned, forgive me if you did, has to be Ronda Rousey of mixed martial arts. I completely agree, and we did not mention her. We didn't really mention mixed martial arts at all. But we didn't mention a lot of athletes in general like by name yeah it's true not only was she the most dominant female fighter in the ufc in ufc for years but she was not afraid to be the villain and not conform to traditional rules of a woman in sports she talked a lot of trash on opponents refused to touch gloves before fights and brutally beat opponents down in the first round almost every fight did this make her controversial yes but i would contend that women's ufc has her to thank for putting them on the map that's true yeah because of her villain, villain persona, people got super excited when she was finally knocked out by Holly Holm in 2015, question mark, and then again on New Year's 2016 by Amanda Nunes. If you are ever bored at work, YouTube the Rousey Nunes fight. Okay, doing it. Her, okay, I can't.
1: <laughs> I, I can't watch people beat up each other. I know, other.
0: I'll, I'll do it. I, I, I can do it. All right. <laughs> her impact is still felt when the fight between Amanda Nunes and Chris Cyborg became one of the biggest UFC fights of last year. I think she combined great athletic with her huge personality to become a cultural celebrity, not just a sports star. Anyway, great episode, and as always, loved your analysis. Ray John, Alex from Florida. Alex, thank you. Thank you. That was totally, like, a story that should be mentioned, and she is a definite badass. Cool chick. Yeah, I never was interested in UFC. I, my ex-boyfriend was really into it, and so I started kind of um, watching matches and stuff with him, and I remember seeing her a lot. I have
1: a hard time watching, like, especially, like, mixed martial arts, like, any of that stuff that's just, like, anything goes, pretty much, like, I have a really hard time watching it. I'm just like, oh, my
0: God. alive. I feel like I would have a hard time with it, but I think, like, we are so desensitized to – wow, I can't talk tonight – desensitized to violence that, like, when I'm watching it on TV, it almost just, like, doesn't seem real to me. Even though Mm. I know it's real, like, there is something, like – and I'm so used to seeing fights in other sports – that it doesn't really like right affect me as much, yeah. but yeah, it's it's pretty fucking brutal. Yeah, it's pretty gross. But uh, but she's still an amazing athlete. She's made that's what she does. Yeah, that's what so she's thanks, supposed to do. Thanks for
1: pointing that out to yeah, us. Yeah,
0: Alex from Florida. Thank you. We appreciate you. So, oh my god, we did it! I was so convinced that this was going to be a really long mini episode, and we did really? it. Yeah. Well, because look at all the notes. Like I, I was just like, I don't know. I felt like it was going to take a while, but I guess not. So if you want to send us in any messages like Alex did here, you can message us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. Uh, send in your coming out stories. We're going to be doing a, another coming out episode this year, along with a motherhood episode and a fatherhood episode coming up. You can also send in your sister solidarity stories. Catch us on Instagram. That's where it all goes down at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. You can also catch us on Facebook. We have a business and a group page. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook business page, which is really great. You can rate it and review us on apple podcast which is really swell as well you can also catch us on twitter which we sometimes use which Mm. is (laughs) Mm -hmm. at yamf podcast y-a-n-f podcast um thank you so much for listening with all that being said we encourage you to To rage rage
1: Bye. bye